At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Hey, this is Brian Alvarez, and this is today's edition of the Wrestling Observer Daily Podcast on the 8 Side Network. Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific 6 Eastern. And yes, I am back here on the show. How many times have I noted, when I leave, it all goes down. And it did yet again. And... I actually have got my, uh, I have notes that I do for this show every day, and I got all sorts of notes here. And with the exception of the Raw report, I have no notes. Zero. Nothing. And I think everybody knows the story of what happened this weekend. So I don't know how much of it I need to go over again, but I can I can talk about it here. If you would like to uh, lightheartedly talk about my match with Filthy, we can do that later, but that's not a top story. I have a few things I want to say about the Scrum and CM Punk, which we can also do later. But the first part of this show will mostly just be talking about what happened. If uh, any of you have questions, you're welcome to ask questions. If Mike has questions, he's he's welcome to ask questions, and I'll just I'll just answer it because I think that everybody knows the gist of the story. But I do have uh, I do have something I got to say about the story when we come back from the break. But I would like everybody to uh I would like everybody to listen to all of the show today. That's kind of the gimmick for a radio show. But listen to the first part of the show for sure. And then if you'd like to send in your questions, your comments, you are welcome to do that. The text message line, 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com if you want to send an email. And if you would like to follow me on Twitter, communicate with me on Twitter, at Brian Alvarez is the address. And so we sure got a lot to talk about today, don't we? And we're going to kick it off when we come back from the break. Mike Sempervivi will join us. Hopefully I give him a chance to say something. And uh, that's it. Back in a moment. Observer Live. Thank you. 
Megan, the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Hello, Mike. Hey, boss. How you feeling? Can I can I have the floor for a moment here? I got a few things I got to get off my chest. You may. You may. Absolutely. Go ahead. Hey, listen, I just want to say this first, okay? We got chats on uh, YouTube. We got chats on Twitch. And you can also email me, text me, Twitter, whatever. I do not want to hear anything about how this is a work. Do you all understand? I don't want to hear it, okay? If you say it on the chat, you're going to be banned. If I get an email or a text about it, I mean, I'm going to delete it. And if you keep doing it, I will block you. And I don't block nobody on Twitter, but this is a blockable offense. It's not a work, okay? And I, I listen, I've talked about this a million times. I used to love doing After Dark. I used to love talking about UFOs and Bigfoot and all this and that. But you know what? There came a point where this conspiracy radio wasn't fun anymore. And you all know why. You all know the stories, okay? Conspiracy, conspiracy is about whether there was dead aliens in Area 51. That kind of stuff is fun. Conspiracy is about, you know, these kids didn't die. That's not fun. And I don't want to compare this to anything like that, but I'm going to make this comparison, okay? This, what happened, what happened at the show was not like a legitimate tragedy. There are legitimate tragedies that happen every day, okay? And if you know anything about anything, every time there's a tragedy, all of the conspiracy weirdos come out of the woodwork, and what's the first thing they do? They look for every inconsistency to find a way to prove that it didn't actually happen. Or Listen, I've heard every whatever about what happened on Sunday night, okay? Oh, Dave said the cops were there. No cop, Dude, we're reporting on a story. People misspeak, okay? There were no police there. There were security guards. I saw them with my own eyes. It happened, okay? Oh, I heard they were filming a, a documentary. There just happened to be a fight. Okay, so if you're filming a reality show about AEW, you don't think there were going to be cameras at all out filming a doc? Of course there were. Now, I actually don't know if there were cameras there, but that's the latest conspiracy. Oh, there were cameras filming a, a reality show, and they're just... Ha Bro, if they're filming a reality show, obviously they're going to be filming during All Out and afterwards. Hello? Not to mention, you know, there was another famous thing that happened where there just happened to be a documentary crew there. It was called Wrestling with Shadows. But anyway, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. All of this is real. I mean, you're going to hear all about it. There's, I, I, listen, I can't say 100%, but there's going to be lawsuits. There's going to be legal issues here. There's going to be investigations. This is not a work. So stop, okay? That's number one. <sighs> now, what happened, okay? There's two sides to every story. There was a match with CM Punk and John Moxley, and CM Punk won. Okay, CM Punk immediately went back to the presser. And for those of you that didn't see the first part of the presser, before any questions were even asked, nobody asked a question about Cole Cabana. It's the other conspiracy. Oh, some reporter. No one asked anything. He started. He just went off. And he went off about Cole Cabana. He went off about the EVPs, presumably the Young Bucks, because he mentioned Nick's name. And he mentioned Reseda. 
He went off on the hangman. He went off on MJF, although he was going to be feuding with MJF. So it's it's hard to say if that was he's really upset about MJF or not. You know, when I first heard it, I thought, well, this is, you know, he's feuding with MJF. But he said things about MJF that have nothing to do with with uh, any sort of storyline. He called him a prick who wouldn't listen to advice. I mean, it was it was not the kind of thing you would do to build up. a. So I don't know if he's mad. I don't know if he's mad at MJF or not. What I did find funny, and there was not much funny about this situation, is he was mad at everybody, but he still thought Adam Cole was the sweetest guy in the world, which I've been telling everybody forever. The one universally loved guy is uh, is Adam Cole. But anyway, uh, then he left, and he went to his locker room, okay? Now, from there, there was an altercation with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. This is not in dispute, okay? What is in dispute is who started it, okay? Everybody agrees that CM Punk punched Matt Jackson, okay? The There is one side that claims that the Young Bucks walked into the room and Punk just started swinging, okay? Which I heard from multiple people. There is the other side of the story that claims that the Bucks barged in and were aggressive and Punk responded in a way where he felt that he was defending himself, okay? It is not disputed that Ace Steel pulled the hair of Kenny Omega and bit him. And it is not disputed that Ace Steel threw a chair and hit Nick Jackson in the eye. Some people have said that Nick Jackson was knocked out. Some people said he wasn't. I don't know. But Nick Jackson was hit in the eye with a steel chair, okay? It is not disputed that Ace Steel's wife was in the room with a broken foot on crutches. And so the Ace Steel side, his wife was in there with a broken foot. A melee broke out. He did what he did. Obviously, the other side is like, how can you bite somebody? There's there's two sides to this, okay? When it started, there were only a few people in the room. By the time it ended, and it did not end quickly, this was not, oh, you know, this guy grabbed this guy, was immediately broken up. This thing went on for a little while. And by the time it was broken up, there were many, many people in this room. So there were many witnesses. And obviously, all of them are going to be questioned about what happened. And I don't know what each individual person is going to do. I mean, if something if something like this happens, I mean, the first thing you would think in the real world is, well, there's going to be... You know, this person may file suit, this person, whatever. I don't know what's going to happen, okay? Now, the other thing we don't know, because no one said anything officially, okay? There's a Dynamite show tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen. But I I don't think, and I don't know this officially, but I do not think that Punk, Ace, Nick, Matt, Kenny... I don't think any of them are going to be there. And I don't know when any of them are going to be back. I don't know who's going to be back and who's not going to be back. But it seems to me that based on what happened, the individuals involved, which has in fact been building up for a long time. We talked about this. We talked about this for a long time. This is this was a long time coming. You know, I, I, I've seen some... I, it, it shouldn't be funny, but, you know... And I don't even want to get on the guy because he is a big... 
big AEW fan, and I'm a big AEW fan, and we all hope for the best, but, you know, he was like, eh, you know, I think if Punk ends up leaving, he'll drop the title first. I did laugh. I don't think, I mean, this is a situation where I am not sure that both sides are ever going to be in the same company at the same same time again. I don't know that for sure, but it's that volatile. It's not like, oh, you know, maybe they'll all sit down and they'll do business together. Listen, anything is possible, but I would be extremely surprised if these sides, after what happened and the circumstances and all of this, are ever working together again. Or really, I would be I would be surprised, but it's just me. I have no information. I would be surprised if all of them are ever together in the company again at the same time. Who stays, who goes, I have no idea. Uh, what decision Tony Khan is going to make. They're, they're, I woke up this morning, there's all these rumors that people have been suspended, this and that. I cannot confirm any of that, but obviously, if it came out in five minutes that they're all suspended, I it would not be surprising one bit. I mean, it's a very serious situation, and I don't know how Tony is going to deal with this, because the one thing we have learned is Tony likes everything planned out, this is when this happens, et cetera, et cetera, and this is a total day-by-day situation. They may be there tomorrow, they may not. They may be there next week, they may not. Some may be back, some may not. All of them, none of them. He is going to have to figure out what to do, I would say, without any of them until he knows what's going on. So anyway, we can talk more after the break, Observer Live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Oh, hi. I guess we're back. I let some air into this room. I was hot. You all right? Okay, listen, I, I got to say I gotta say something. I don't want this to be about me, but I do have to address what CM Punk said at the presser, okay? So, and I've not watched it back, so if I get a quote wrong, I'm sorry, all right? But uh, he comes in, he starts doing his deal, and then in the middle of it, and I was behind some guy, I apologize to whoever it was, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but he had a big head, okay? So I really couldn't even see Punk, and Punk couldn't see me. I'm just looking at the back of this guy's head and listening to Punk. And so uh, all of a sudden, Punk says, uh, Alvarez, you mad at me? 
And I was like, what? And I, I literally, I, I went like this around the guy's head, and I looked at Punk, and I said, I'm not mad at you. And he goes, all right. And he chomps his muffin, and he goes, I'm a little mad at you. And I was like, what? Okay. And I, I, I kind of, I, I sort of, I didn't laugh, because I, I didn't want to make him, like, really mad, but I was kind of like, what? So then he, kept, he just kept going. And I'm sitting there going, what's this bloke mad at me about? And uh, And then a little bit later... I don't remember the exact quote, but he said something like, you know, uh, I, I was watching a, a video that you did, and uh, I'm a little upset that you were incredulous that I had gone out there and and uh, and made those comments about Hangman. And I, I kind of immediately knew what he was getting at here. And so I don't know if it could be heard because I didn't have a mic. But I said, I said, hold on a second, okay? I 100% when talking about this situation, I 100% said that a lot of people in the locker room were upset with you about what you had done. But I very specifically also said that you had supporters who believed that what you did was retaliation for something that Hangman started. And he chomped his muffin and he moved on. And that was absolutely audible to everybody that okay. was listening. So. Okay. So, so you know, and then he just kept, kind of kept going and moved on past it or whatever. And, you know, at the time, I was, I was still kind of half laughing about it because I was like, this is ridiculous. And, you know, then, of course, everything happened, and then I was kind of embroiled in that and everything. And then, and then really, it was like later, later on in the evening and kind of the next day, I started thinking about it. And, uh, and ironically, if, if he were sitting where you are right now, I would say, uh, Phil, are you mad at me? And regardless of what he would say, he'd probably say yes. But regardless of what he would say, I think I would say, well, I am now kind of mad at you. Because here's the deal. I don't know what he did or didn't see. But what it seems like to me is that he saw a clip. And uh, I don't even know what the clip was. And, you know, quite frankly, I talked about this a million times. And maybe he saw a clip where he really thought, man, Brian is not being fair here. Okay. But. I absolutely have been fair in all of this. All of this. And he may not like it, but here is the truth. I was incredulous when he came out and he cut that promo on The Hangman. Now, I understand why he would be angry about that, okay? Because in his mind, he didn't start this. In his mind, Hangman went out and started addressing things that he was not having. And he's clearly, st it, 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 I mean, that was months ago. That was May, and it's September. So in his mind, this dude was out of line. He was unprofessional. And what I did was merely give him a receipt, okay? Now, I understand that that's what is in his mind, okay? In my mind... Why was I more incredulous about what happened with the hangman? Why was I incredulous that he had done that? Well, what did hangman say? I mean, I don't remember. But I, I, I remember that he was extremely vague. He did, he did not mention Colt Cabana. He did, did not mention any of, of, you know, what everybody has, you know, been talking about for quite a while now. He made comments about how, you know, you you claim to be a good guy, workers' rights, but you're not a good guy. 
And I don't remember what el what else he said, but, you know, the fact of the matter is 99% of the people watching that on national television had absolutely no idea what the hangman was talking about. And I know that as a fan, I knew what he was talking about, but the way that they did their back and forth, I think Punk's thing was, I'm trying to build this pay-per-view and you're trying to tear it down. And I'm sure that's what he thought in his mind. And we can disagree on this, but when I when it was over, I thought, dude, I can't wait to see this. When it was over, I was like, man, you know, that sold this match to me, okay? He thought otherwise, all right? Now, when he came out and he got his receipt on the hangman, he did not make vague comments, okay? What he did was he came out and he challenged hangman, who was the last champion who had never gotten a rematch, he challenged him to come down to the ring knowing he was not going to come out and then essentially ridiculing him, calling him a coward, and then moving on, okay? In his mind, that was his receipt. I get that. But when I watched it, I was like, listen, yes, you both did the same thing, but nobody had any idea what the hangman was talking about. Whereas when you did this, you buried the hangman. You buried this character. You made this character a coward, okay? That, to me, is a different thing. So, yes, I was more incredulous about what Punk did than about what Hangman did. But if you listen to this show and not just clips on the Internet, I have always, I have always given the two sides of the story. I have given the side from the people that were angry about what CM Punk did, and I gave the side of the story that said, you know what? You can be angry about it, but Hangman started. I gave both sides of this. And for whatever reason, and you know what? I was irritated, but I'm not really that mad at Punk because the fact of the matter is I do a lot of shows, and we have people that clip things up, and, they, and I'm not even mad. I'm not mad at Brian Rose, okay? This is just what happens. They clip things up, and they put them on YouTube, and if you only watch that, you aren't getting the full story. And I do deal with this every day. I deal with it every day that people see a clip, they hear a clip, somebody sends them a clip, it's out of context, it's not the whole story, and they get mad about it. And it happens all the time. And so, in a sense, I'm not really that angry at Punk about it because he did what I hear about every day. But I want to make it clear that I was not unfair. This was not a situation where one side gave me what they thought about it and I regurgitated it and I didn't give the other side. I gave the I gave both sides of of this this fight. I gave both sides of the hangman. I gave both sides of Punk's promo on the hangman. And I will say, even though I am a little irritated at Punk right now, because I'm a fair man, and I I would note that Dude, this guy in that match with Moxley, he did a hell of a job, okay? And I say that because I also wrestled on Friday, and uh, this this is not easy, and uh, CM Punk was coming off a shattered foot, okay? This guy's coming off a shattered foot. How much cardio can you do with a shattered foot? My shoulder hurt, okay, but I can do cardio. This guy, I don't even know when he could run. I don't know what this guy could do for cardio. This guy had to come back with a foot... That, you know, whatever whatever anybody says, I'm sure in his mind, he's not sure he's going to make it through a match. He had to do a long pay-per-view main event 
on a shattered a, a shattered foot that he just got cleared. God only knows how much cardio and training he could do. He had to put in time in front of his hometown in a title match. And, bro, I'm not taking anything away from Moxley either because that dude is the man. But, dude, Punk did an incredible job in that match. It was a great match. And what happened afterwards, kind of mad at him about that as well. But that's just life, dude. That's my side of the story. I don't know if you'll ever hear it, but I wanted to get that out there because I was irritated with that that whole deal there. Listen, if I screw up, fine. Bro, I screw up all the time. But I don't like being... Yeah, whatever. That made me mad. Angry. You got angry. I was angry about it. Animals go mad. You're not you're not in the AEW locker room. You're not an animal going crazy and mad. But uh, just to switch gears here a little bit, since you did actually have a long extended weekend that had more involved with it than just Sunday night. How you feeling? How's your body? How's your mind? How's your spirit after being embarrassed by Killer Kelly and Filthy Tom Lawler? Well. I'm sweating. Is embarrassed right the right now. word, by the way? <laughs> hey, listen, here's what I got to say about that. Okay? In storyline, I was humiliated. I was embarrassed. In real life, I had the time of my life, dude. I had a great time. I had so much fun. I got a lot of really nice feedback. People seemed to really enjoy it. People like to see me get my ass handed to me. You ever notice that? They like to see me get humiliated, beat up. Slapped around. Crazy how that Pummeled. Happens. You know what? As CM Punk... What an irony, by the way. As CM Punk said when he was leaving that presser, regardless of what you might think, I'm actually a nice guy. Now, of course, when he said that, a lot of people were like, well, anybody who has to say they're a nice guy isn't a nice guy. <laughs> I actually am a nice guy. Damn it. Oh. I just want to give you guys all what you want, and I hope you liked it. But I had Bully a, Starks. I like I the Bully Starks. Uh, I need to see more of her. We always see Billy on the scene. I like Bully Starks. You gave her that attitude to go out there and, and go head up with Killer Kelly while you were. Well, I think I think the reason Kelsey. she was such a bully when she came out so angry was because they hit California Love, and we didn't know if it was going to be like we were each going to get our theme or just the team. And before we went out of the curtain, she's like, "Do I get my music?" And I quickly asked, and was like, "No, we're both going out to this." I think she was pretty irritated. But hey, we got to get some shoot emotion in these matches. Back in a moment, it's over live. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. 
the ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Back on the show, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike I'm here. here with what do you, you think the I Boston am? Some geek? <laughs> Listen, I'm back here on the show. But maybe you had to go throw a chair or something. I get to go shut the door because I have to let air in after every segment because I generate so much heat. But anyway. Uh, That's why Mikey loves you. Yeah, we talked about all the shows with Mike yesterday. We could talk about Raw tomorrow. There wasn't much to do except Braun Strowman showed up. And, yeah. and literally, as I said, I don't want to be that guy, but I told you all. As far as Giants go, he's miles, miles above any other Giant they've got. Low praise. It is low oh. praise, but you know what? Like I said, when one of those other Giants can step up, get rid of the guy. Well, not get rid of him, but tell him the next year, whatever. I don't like no, to see yeah. guys fired. But uh, when that day comes, S- replace him. accordingly, But yes. until then, he's miles better than Omos. I'd rather see him running dudes over and... Or missing, as happened last night. <laughs> see uh, smart by Shankly out there dancing. So anyway, well, you know, what could have been, you know, a lot better, though, since they do like using enhancement talent every once in a while. I mean, we just saw Danny Moe and two other ladies on SmackDown not all that long ago. I mean, we're on Raw last week. Why does he have to destroy the entire tag team division with all of the changes that have been made to WWE? One of the things that they love to do is massacre a, a bunch of tag teams or massacre a bunch of people to try to like bring somebody up on a higher level. And it's great that Braun came back. They have him back with impact. Have him destroy like 90 other people instead of the very few tag teams that you actually have. And by the way, I'm going to move on, but I do just want to say, because I am always a fair man. Everybody making fun of Braun for running and falling down. Well, it wasn't his fault. He was supposed to be spearing Chad Gable. And for reasons I cannot explain, Chad Gable leaped and sat on the apron. And so poor Braun speared the air. And I still trip. I still have no... Er- no, he was trying to spear the guy. But the guy vanished in midair. And so he just like slid into first base or home plate or whatever. <laughs> and, and then everyone makes fun of Braun. It's like, this was not Braun's fault, okay? Braun will make a lot of mistakes you can laugh at or whatever if you really want to, if you're mean, unlike me. But that was not oh, yeah. that was not his fault. Now, so you said those red-ass pants weren't too tight then? We'll do a and a If you have questions about anything this weekend, I can answer some of those if you want to. If you don't, fine. But uh, if not, I could talk about Raw. So you're just- up to you guys you're opening yourself up to that you could have talked about raw and said you're saying send me some questions knowing damn well some of the questions that you're going to get i don't have to read them that's true but you're going to get them and they're going to get into your brain and they're going to think about them so this person here says what i would do is give cm punk two options come to grand slam drop the title to mjf do business leave for a bit cool down apologize to the roster when ready return ready to be a team player or get out well as a fair man here's the deal they got to find out what happened. Yeah. Because this thing that you have written is presuming that all of this, the whole fight and everything, was Punk's fault. And you know what? Maybe it was. Maybe. But there's a reason that they are investigating everything, and they are talking to everybody that witnessed it, and there's a lot of people, and they are going to try to piece together what happened, who is responsible, and then they will decide what moves to make. And 
we don't know. We don't know anything until that's all done. And it does not look like it's going to be all tidy and cleaned up before tomorrow's dynamite for anybody that's no, hoping for that. That is not going to be the case, period, point blank. You cannot l- even issue suspensions yet, which they have been talked about. And I know, you know, Wrestling News, Brian Last, we heard about suspensions and things like that yesterday. The same way Brian had, it is very tough to try to confirm any of that, especially because nothing has been laid out as far as there's a lot that still needs to be laid out, including who was in the room when, who did what when, and all of that. So for anybody that's looking to have all of this all cleaned up or looking to have references made during Dynamite tomorrow, I would say right now you're going to be disappointed. All right, to fill in some other uh, gaps from things that I've seen on the Internet, I do not know how injured CM Punk is right now, okay? But he is injured. And I actually talked about this Sunday night on the uh, Observer Radio Show. And uh, somehow this has now become, he got hurt during the fight, okay? Now, maybe he actually did also get hurt during the fight. But the injury that CM Punk sustained, whatever it is, happened during the match on Sunday. And uh, I don't remember the spot, but I I I was in the front row. And uh, he did some spot that did not involve his elbow. And then he grabbed his elbow. And then he was he was kind of, you know, messing with his elbow for the rest of the match. So uh, and I was told that, you know, and, and you could see in the in the press conference, like he came in and he was doing something with his elbow. So he was hurt in the match. I don't know the severity of it. Uh and, you know, there you can do all sorts of speculation, like, you know, did he think he was seriously injured and so decided to do what he did at the press conference? I I believe 100% that, uh, you know, w- whether he was injured or not, like, he was 100%. He had a plan going into that press conference. But, uh, you know, so the story that he was injured during the fight, it could have been another injury or whatever, but he was for sure injured during the match. I don't know how badly he was injured. But he was in the trainer's room afterwards, so... That happened. And, uh, you know, I do want to say, I do want to say one thing that has nothing to do with any of this, but it does have to do with the show. So uh, I was at ringside, and I got to take a real good look at everything, obviously. And one thing that nobody ever talks about is uh, the cameraman. And I know that uh, sometimes you'll watch an AEW show, and you'll see that, you know, somebody does some dive and they miss it. And uh, the first thing people say is the, quote, camera work, okay? If you're watching a show and somebody does a dive and you don't see it, I realize that people talk about the camera work and, and this and that, but it's not, it's not the camera guys. It's whoever's responsible for pushing the button in the back to choose whichever camera. These camera guys, there's a bunch of them, and, man, when that show was over, I was like, these guys get... I don't want to say they get no respect, but they don't get enough credit. These dudes have got these big, giant cameras on their shoulders. And, bro, they're running. And when the when the show was over, you know, CM Punk did his promo, and he goes, you know, I, uh, I know these 72-hour shows are pretty long, so I'm going to make it quick, which was interesting, by the way. 
But, uh, you know, we, we talk about these shows and we talk about us watching them. And, man, that was a long show. And we talk about, oh, man, you know, this guy's in the main event. He had to wait three and a half, four hours to go out there and then whatever. Dude, you realize that these camera guys, they go out there when that, like, FBI thing goes up on the screen. Actually, before that, because they're doing the the uh, the buy-in. And, dude, they're out there the whole time. Not like doing a match, a long match, and going to the back. Not waiting and coming out and doing a long match. They're out there the whole time. And they're running. And they're jumping to get shots. And they're up and down and up on the apron and down the steps and blah, blah, blah. And uh, one guy, I swear to God, the show is over. And the screen goes to black. And this dude just put down his camera. He just dropped to his knees. Like, oh, so tired. And I just want to put these guys over because they are unsung heroes of this this AWN WWE. And not only do they not get enough credit, but they get a lot of blame, and it's not their fault. So shout out to the folks operating those cameras and all of the major organizations. They are unsung heroes of all of this. Hopefully they've gotten lighter in the... Uh... In the last few years, because I remember that about 15 years ago, those things were heavy, and it is a pain to be running around with that thing on your shoulder. You've used those things before, and the tape is incredibly expensive. At least it used to be. I know you remember those days. The other one I always like well, the the camera guys are all doing their job, but then there's the uh, they got a couple of security dudes, and uh, you know <laughs> Atlas. It's it's always funny because like, okay, if if I if, if I had to go somewhere and I need a backup. You know, who am I going to choose? Yeah, I want the Diaz brothers, tall, skinny blokes, you know, uh, whatever. Lots of punches. And, of course, they're security guards because it's wrestling. And I guess, you know, you want to intimidate the geeks that hop the rail. These dudes are gigantic. And I don't know what their names are, but, like, there's this one guy. He's, like, the size of, of the warlord. And not only is he gigantic, but, like, He's got chains, like, from here all the way up his arm. And I'm like, how would you even grab somebody? I mean, you've got to have, like, 85 pounds on each wrist. And he's just out there all looking mean. And... Yeah, but does he have any lateral movement whatsoever? Or can you juke that guy out and he just kind of, like, stiffly, like, moves Well, I mean, he's like there this. for a reason, bro. He's there for a reason. And I think it's more like you look at that guy and you're like, I ain't jumping the rail. Even well, that's though... what you hope, but then you got to have a guy like you behind him where it's like, all right, I got past the big guy, and then you, like, choke him out and tie him up in a knot or something like that. Or the cash wheeler method, just punch him right in the face. Yeah. I almost got killed by Phoenix. He got thrown into the bar barricade right by me. And I actually thought of, like, selling, like, the guardrail hit my face, but... You weren't near Layla Too Gray when she got dropkicked by Athena, were you? He, that wasn't on your side, was it? No. God, she hit hard. <laughs> What else happened from the live What's your best personal takeaway? What was an actual positive? We've heard about all the negative ones. You've gotten your cojones busted by everybody who heard the punk thing. What can you take away from this weekend? What knowledge can you part upon us? What positivity from the life of Brian Alvarez through the entire trip? Positivity? Yes. Well, I mean, I had a great time until everything went down. I had a lot of fun at the, the show on Friday night. And we went to a Brazilian steakhouse. And <laughs> I heard you all, had white rice. We all sat around. Oh, guys, get out of here, you geeks. Anytime someone makes a comment about the white rice, it's, you don't know anything about me. Trust me. And anybody who was there will back up how much I can eat, white rice or not. But anyway, I had fun at that. And then we all we all watched the Clash, which was an awesome show, Clash at the Castle. And I, I was going to watch... The uh, first part of the NXT show before AEW, but 
it was I was tired and I would rather FaceTime my children. So I didn't see any of that, but I heard that that was heard that was pretty good. And you know, I had I had so much fun at the actual show. Like live shows are fun. And got to see all sorts of great people and meet met people and uh, the Q&A was great. Man, I had the time of my life until uh, Sunday night. <laughs> and it was all Man, it was all downhill from there. It was all downhill from there. And it's not, is it really that big of a negative, or is it just the, the annoyance and the relentless annoyingness that people bring to you over this? Because, again, it was very clear. I talked about it on the show yesterday. I didn't play the clip of you and him uh, talking with each other, but I it was audible with you talking back over, no, I explained the story, and you you know, you weren't in shock like Nick Hausman and a lot of other people when Punk were firing back. You actually said it very quickly back to him, which seemed to kind of like shut him up on the deal. But uh, look, he went in there with an agenda about Cole Cabana. From there, look, I, I don't, I don't know what the well, I know what the answers are going to be. <laughs> it's just a matter of how they decide to go about everything. But it was, it's interesting when. All of that talk last week, there was good wrestling. We talked about the lead-up and the build to that show. And it's like, you know what? Unfortunately, what happened with Punk and Moxley really did get overshadowed by all this other real-life stuff going on. Actually, we have you want to a- know the real irony? You want to know the that? real irony? The What's real that? irony is that Wardlow was going to get his biggest win ever over MJF. He gets it. And then they shoot that angle, and everything yeah. Wardlow did was totally overshadowed. Yes. And then, ironically... MJF makes his big return, totally overshadowed by CM Punk. Live by the sword, die by it. You can't write stuff like this. You literally can't write stuff like what happened this weekend. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. This is not news, but I'm going to speculate here. And I have, an imp- I have the impression something's going to happen. So, But uh, nothing has been announced publicly yet. Tony said nothing. And, uh, and we got Dynamite tomorrow. And whoever started whatever, blah, 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 there was a brawl. That involved the world heavyweight champion and the six-man tag team champions. And I don't, I don't know this, but I do not believe that the world champion nor the six-man tag team champions are going to be on the show tomorrow. And I don't know when, I don't know who else is going to be there, but I don't think they're the only ones. But I don't think there's going to be people at the show tomorrow. And I don't know when they're going to be back. So something needs to be said publicly about all of this. Something needs to be some, – Tony Khan needs to say something. And I don't know this, but my impression is that whatever it is is likely tomorrow. And, of course, it could happen right when the show goes off the air. But the impression I got is it's likely tomorrow. But I do think that, uh, I do think that before Dynamite, there's going to be some news regarding all of this. And uh, hopefully it'll happen, you know, before the show tomorrow. We can talk about it. We'd prefer that, yes. Yeah, yeah. It, maybe we can call in a favor. No? Okay. Not right now. Too tense. Listen, thanks, everybody. 
Thanks, everybody, for a great weekend. Thank you for listening. I'll be back later on tonight. Believe it or not, it's the Brian and Vinny and Granny and Craig show. We're watching a retro Raw and doing a Brian's Match Poetry Contest. Only for subscribers at WrestlingObserver.com, Video.F4WOnline.com. Let's lighten the mood, everybody. We'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live. You have been listening to the Wrestling Observer Daily Podcast on the 8Side Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.